0: Welcome. My name is Christopher Peter and I am the political economist, investor, and podcaster behind the original content you will experience on the Christopher Peter Review. As a political economist, I aim to find ideas that can create the greatest amount of good for the greatest number of people. I review salient current events and discuss the impact these events have on our public policy, our economic outcomes, and our overall society and what is the optimal approach. My thoughts on the new Speaker of the House. I am not sure how excited someone can expect the public or their base to be for the third or fourth choice on the list of speakers. A relatively low-profile Louisiana-based Republican with a strong background and value system. After listening to his introductory address, Speaker Mike Johnson seems to be a very likable person and capable politician. Now, political speeches are carefully crafted to include certain essential statements. Always need to offer an olive branch to the opposing side. And Speaker Johnson did just that in trying to temper down the political division in our government. There is always a lean on the foundational principles of your party and quotes from the great presidents of the past. And this speech had all this as Johnson wanted to drive home the point of fiscal responsibility and the Republicans' ability to govern, which is in question right now. Speaker Mike Johnson is a relatively low-profile politician to rise into such a high-profile position. Outside of his home state of Louisiana, many probably have never heard of him, which is not typical of a candidate for such a critical role in the federal government. Typically, we see speaker candidates come from a handful of rising stars from their respective political party. But, when the first three or four candidates flame out, you are going to end up with one who is not as widely known. This is an opportunity for Speaker Johnson to show that good governance is not solely from the media darlings featured on the night news show circuits. Lower-profile candidates are elected by people as well and can lead at the highest levels when called upon. More importantly, he must show that he can bring the party together, which seems fractured. I like the fact that he acknowledged Kevin McCarthy not just for being his predecessors, but for being the person most responsible for getting enough Republicans elected for the party to gain control of the House. Usually, your best fundraiser gets the top spot. And McCarthy has been a critical ally for Republicans in the races not only in the blue state of California, but nationwide. Many of the challenges Speaker Johnson may face are not only policy-driven problems but ones of his own party's creation. As much as they want to turn the page, it is a bad look for the Republicans and their ouster of McCarthy. Johnson will have to work to show that Republicans are able to come together when needed. And that the right wing of the party is not a threat to the stability of the American government. Americans do not want leaders ousted simply because of a single member's vendetta. That is not good governance. This gives Democrats a major talking point in the next election cycle as they will try to regain control. Sometimes the narratives may be more powerful than the records. But hopefully Mike Johnson does well and offers a counterpoint. My thoughts on the World Series. I am still disappointed that my Philadelphia Phillies did not make it to the World Series. But that is sports. So instead, the Texas Rangers will take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in a matchup of two teams with little prior playoff experience, which obviously was not a problem so far. Both teams got off to a fast start in the regular season, but ended up wildcard in the end and sent their division winners packing in the postseason. So who has the edge in this matchup? I think it is hard to pick against a Bruce Bochy coached team in the World Series, manager who won three World Series with the San Francisco Giants. The Diamondbacks when they play their brand of baseball show great skill on the bases and put pressure on a defense and pitching staff. But the Texas Rangers match up well against everyone. That offense was among the best in baseball all year. I believe it can be an interesting series. I would think the Rangers can win in six games if I had to pick. My thoughts on the donor revolt against many colleges and universities with controversial stances on the war in the Middle East. Many people feel that the college campus is the home of free speech and free expression. So some may be appalled that donors would essentially punish institutions because of the views of students on these campuses. That is not the case. There has been much discussion over whether free speech and free expression are universally protected on the modern day college campus. Certain views, groups, and positions have faced greater scrutiny and opposition from leadership of these campuses than other groups in the past and present. So when you see the embrace of these dangerous and radical views that have been expressed by who can only be described as terrorist sympathizers, I believe it is hard not to feel that these institutions freely associate with these positions. This is not something where one group supports one party rather than the other, where both parties are essentially doing the same thing. The actions of these students' groups showed support for groups that consistently call for genocide and commit atrocities in the pursuit of religious-based hate against Jews and also Christians. The whole social justice movement that some weak minds fall victim to is that they sympathize with any claim of injustice and do not do their homework to really see the morality of the actions. There are certain actions that are completely unjustifiable. In a society, People have the right to free speech and intellectual diversity, but people have the right to counter speech and to call out positions that are not based on a real view of history, complete set of facts, and reality-based moral code that aligns with common standards. The frequently distorted narrative used to justify the unjustifiable terrorist actions is always a claim of victimhood, but the facts do not bear out these claims. This is why one must not think with their heart but their head. Facts, evidence, and data are important. One must really understand if something that causes an emotional response from them is legitimate or not. Why would anyone want to fund those types of sentiments? Especially if you are from the side that is the actual victim. Why would someone want to fund something that offends them to the core of their being? I think it is right that donors rethink their donations. And companies rethink their recruitment strategies. Now, I believe that colleges and universities play a great role in society but they become home to too many radicals and too many people who demonstrate behaviors that are not tolerated in any other area of society. Thank you for experiencing this special content on the Christopher Peter Review. Please continue to visit daily for more content. Thank you and talk to you tomorrow.